Taco Brothers Podcast. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk, Talk, Talk of Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, Gody and Smash. We interrupt your regular scheduled programming to bring you a Talk of Brothers podcast short. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Go D. We got a podcast short for you guys. It's all about some sports today. So we got BTG on the line as well. What's up, BTG? My Lakers is winning. So we're going to talk about that, man. You, you and these Lakers, you... uh. You and the media are, are working my nerves with these Lakers, man. Yeah. You said Lakers or fakers? <laughs> you said Lakers or fakers? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, my, my my audio is out. What'd you say, D? <laughs> he said fakers. <laughs> fakers acting like Lakers. <laughs> so we got some. We got a lot of topics on hand. We got some football, college football, pro football. We got the the melodrama. We got Jimmy Butler got a brand new resident. So where you guys want to start? I'm gonna let BTG decide. Uh, I, I think we should start. Well, let's start with Melo. Let's start with Melo since you're down there in Houston. Uh, y'all not treating my boy right. What you mean? We're not treating y'all him not, right. Y'all, y'all trying to use him as the scapegoat. That's what it is. That. That, that's what it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Y'all knew before signing him that y'all would, he wasn't going to give y'all a lick of defense. The last time he played exceptional defense, he had Braves and he was in Denver. So y'all knew what y'all, y'all was adding more firepower because y'all trying to match with Golden State. I'm not saying that he was the right or wrong person for it, but you got to have somebody play defense. You got and that and that's and that's what y'all really and that's how y'all made y'all great runs last year was because y'all had y'all had an above uh an above average offense, but y'all had y'all rank was like y'all were ranked number six in defense last year. Yeah, but the thing about it is it was it was an experiment that could happen and it didn't cost us nothing. So if it worked, great. If it didn't work, we can bail out. But my thing with the whole situation is it's got the players are the, the rocket players are talking, the rocket coaches are talking, but we don't hear nothing from Melo. It's just like he's sitting around, it's like letting everybody make up a decision, make make a decision for him. Am I staying or am I going? I, Be true to yourself, man. Talk. I, I tell think, me, tell I me think, what you feel. But at this point, does he? I, he don't really have to say anything. What? Well, what do you want him to say? I think at this point, he's just tired. Either y'all gonna boot me, or y'all gonna? Do you are, know? We gonna are we gonna finish what it up? What makes you say that he tired? Well, what makes you think he got to say something? <laughs> well, where does that opinion come from? What do you mean? What is that he's? Where does that opinion come from that he's tired? What 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 factual information that gives you the the indication that he's tired? Well, I'm looking at the overall history. I'm looking at the, I'm, I'm looking at the history of when uh, top tier players, whether they are stars, superstars, or whatever the case may be, that hasn't won a ring yet. Nine times out of ten, 
they either going to go to a contender or they going to grab them. Now, on two okay, well, I ain't going to say on two occasions. We already knew Melo back in the day when uh, after Denver, I think a lot of people expected him to go to Chicago to where he would, you know, contend for a championship uh, over there in the East and, and, and probably go against Bron. I think Bron was still over there in Miami. But instead, he went, you know, he went to New York and grabbed that bag. He grabbed the money over, you know, a, a potential ring or contendership. Um, then you fast forward and he goes to Houston. Everybody knows Houston is, is probably the, the top team, the, the only team in the West that could actually contend with Golden State Warriors. They showed it last year, but y'all got rid of the pieces. That was kind of like y'all glue players to the no, team. No, we didn't. Well, correction, we didn't get rid of anything. They they chose to leave. We didn't get rid of anything. Well, y'all could have paid them, right? No, we couldn't have paid them. You couldn't have paid Trevor. No, we couldn't have paid. We couldn't have paid Trevor Reza because we gave a max contract. Harden got a max contract, all right. And then you gave you had Capello that needed his, his is not a max contract but it's, it's over 90 million and then you gave chris paul it just wasn't enough money to go around now had he took it had he taken did like a a um what's his name a kevin durant type deal then yeah he'd have stayed but but trevor reason wanted to get paid so he left and got 15 millions and, and no knock on trevor for going to get his bread get your paper but that to me wasn't the way the season is going for us right now, that's not really our problem. It, it, the problem is that nobody's inspired. Seems to me that they're inspired to play this year. And for Melo, if if it just seems like he fits that mold of of being in that carefree attitude. But for me, I want to hear you speak. I want to hear you talk. Come out in the media and say what 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 the problem is. Whether it's right or whether you're wrong, speak on it. Because it's all innuendos and speculation. He say, she say at this point. Well, didn't he you get say, what I'm saying? Well, didn't he say, well, didn't he give us some type of, uh, uh, well, he did speak before he came over there, though, right? He spoke about how his role was going to be, mm -hmm. that he was accepting that role, that he was coming off the bench. He accepted all that stuff. <laughs> but now, all of a sudden, it's a problem. But do, right? but do you really think? That he accepted it, cause I don't think I think he has I think he has the Allen Iverson syndrome. He feels like he could be a starter for the rest of his career. Right, and I and I agree with that. I totally agree with that. But just like back in the day when Scottie Pippen and Charles Barkley came here, right? Uh -huh. He couldn't get along with Barkley. All the backing down the ball, holding the ball for five seconds, and, and just back run out the shot clock. But Pippen was man enough to step up and say, "Man, you know what?" I don't like it here. This is not my fit. I need to change. That's all I'm asking for, Melo. Just come out and say, stop with all that I'm sick. Stop with all that I, all this madness that you hide behind closed doors and come out and say what you want to say and say what you mean. If you want to go, go. But don't make, don't let the media or uh, dictate. And I don't, I don't agree with like what I, uh, what Jack said. Stephen, Stephen Jackson said, um, it's blackballing. I don't think he's being blackballed. I just think that Melo has a reputation that he earned, right? It wasn't given. He earned that reputation. And all of a sudden now it's coming to fruition again 
that his reputation is preceding him. Okay. So tell me this. With all that said, do you think he's even, if, if y'all do decide to keep him, do you even consider him the, the answer? Is he, is, is, he help, is, is he enough help to get y'all where y'all need to get to? No. No, he's not. He's totally not, and I and I've, I've already admitted that that he's not the answer, but he can be a piece that can contribute. Like Trevor Reese is not the answer, but he's a good piece to contribute. Ma Butte was not the answer, but he was a good piece to contribute. You know what I'm saying? But he his game has to his game has to to evolve until what we want it to be done. You can he's not a 3D guy like Trevor Reese is. Don't get it twisted, but. He can give you some semblance of defense. He can't give you that energy off the bench. He can he can fill up the bucket better than at least 40% of the league right now. So he has a value. But like you said, is he is he in his is he in his own head of where I have to be this superstar? I want to be in a superstar role when you're really not a superstar player anymore. Well, um, I will. I will. I will say the window is closing, and I, I, if you said that y'all couldn't pay the players that y'all lost, okay, I get that. Y'all moved on. Y'all got another piece. Uh, another piece for the offense It's not working out at this point. I think y'all should just let cut ties with Melo. And to me, y'all just got to figure it out from there. Because right yeah. right now, right now the, the playoff picture from last year in the West is looking totally different right now. But it's too early in the season, BTG. It's still, you can't, it's still, it's still early. We're only, a month, we're only a month in, so things could change. Injuries can happen. People can get hot. People can get cold. Right now, the, the league, besides, think about it, besides Golden State and who else is at the top right now? Golden State. Portland is, and, num- Portland and, is number two. Right, so you got only have like maybe like three teams that actually were in the playoffs. It's upside down. Denver's in playoff contention right now. You know, New Orleans is playoff contention right now. It's a lot of teams that's in contention because it's too early. Well, the, I, well, New Orleans was a playoff team last year. So yeah, was but not a, Denver, not, a, not a highly seeded. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that the the, the seedings will stay the same. But what I'm saying is these Western teams. Or have shown that they can play. So I'm not saying that Denver might even make the playoff, but right now they like what number three or number four in the West. Early. Right. Right. So it won't, I don't think right. there's going when it comes to Denver, when it comes to Utah. Uh, I don't. Now when you look at the Kings, okay, you got you got argument there. I expect him to be outside looking in, but as of right now, everybody's playing tough and. And it, it, it seems like these weeks is going by fast. Yeah, I know we keep saying it's early, it's early, it's early, but eventually it's not going to be early. <laughs> and I, I don't see no signs of teams picking it up. Now, silently, I mean, Houston, Houston has been winning. Don't get me wrong. But I don't see the same Houston that I've seen last year that can contend. Oh, no doubt. That can contend. Because no we already know what it is. Who's going to be able to challenge Golden State? That's all I'm saying. 
Well, but that question has already been asked, and we already know the answer to that question, and that's nobody. Everybody's playing for second at this point. But you're looking at the standards. You're looking at Golden State, number one, the, the Blazers, number two, the Nuggets, number three, Thunder's number four, Grizzlies, number five, Clippers, number six, Lakers, number seven, and, and the Kings round out the eighth spot. And you're looking at playoff teams, the Spurs, the Jazz, the Pelicans, and the Rockets round out the ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th spot. We know that's not how it's going to end. So the problem is, the problem is, Melo, make a decision. Say what you want, mean what you say, and let's get on with it. You know what I'm saying? The, the Rockets already came out and said, from management to coaches to players, we want you here. We want you to be a Rocket. Now, it's up to him to decide what we can offer you is worth your time and your effort. And if it's not worth your time and your effort, let's just go ahead and part ways. Because it's not costing the Rockets nothing but maybe like three or four million, whatever the league minimum is, because Atlanta's paying his contract. Mm-hmm. So let's decide where you want to be. Would I now, personally, would I give Bell, would I just cut him? Nah, I'm going to try to see if I can parlay him to a second-round pick or something. I'm going to get something for for my time and effort. But I, but as a whole, the Rockets are just not playing good basketball right now. We're playing uninspired basketball. As you see, of those four of, of those four teams, Spurs, Jazz, Pelicans, and Rockets, we sit in the 12th spot at 6-7. and seven. So, but... There's good signs. We just come off a game where we beat the nut, we beat the Nuggets, mm. and they're 95. So it's going to change. The penalty is going to switch. Will your Lakers remain a playoff team? Do you think that's going to happen? I think I to, to be honest with you, with that roster, right? They, I, I, I think they should maintain between. I think they should maintain between five and eight. Yeah, and and we we spoke on this earlier, and I agree with that. They want to fall somewhere between five and eight, and I think just because of who we're looking at. Like, what teams that's, that's out there? You look at the, the Timberwolves. Are they going to get their act together? Right? What The the, the, the Mavericks had a really good offseason. Mm-hmm. Will they contend? They fool's gold. Will, yeah, exactly. Kings. The Kings are fool's gold to me. The Clippers are fool's gold to me. Ooh, so you're looking you at like... Yeah, they look like they yeah, playing real are, great team ball. They are there. playing good basketball, man. But we're talking about this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Right now, if this was a 100-yard dash, oh, for sure. They're a, top, they're a top five team right now. But over the course of a complete season, because you remember, everything plays. Injuries, uh, people going to get hot, people going to get cold, mm-hmm. just like we see now, which we're going to get into the KD um, – Draymond Green issues, we're going to get into that. Mm-hmm. Those type of things affect the ebb and flow of the season. Okay, well, tell me tell me this then, because one other thing that you got to add to what you just not only that, but we also think we also got a thing called the trade deadline. Do you feel certain teams, including Houston, I really mean, I, I really, I, I'm really thinking about Houston, teams like Houston, Golden State, uh, Boston, uh, maybe a Toronto teams like that. Do you feel like one of those teams either need to make one? I think Houston needs to make one, and I want to know: Will they make one? Will they make a trade before more, the trade deadline? Two, Maury, two. What? Maury is always in play uh-huh. for a trade uh-huh. for some type of acquisition. So we know he's always looking to see where he can where he can cause change and cause. 
uh, something to to buoy the team into a better situation. So no no doubt we're we're everybody's everybody knows that behind Chris Paul, Harden and Capella, everybody else is up for grabs. Everybody's tradable. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know for sure if this mellow thing doesn't work, we're missing that piece. And that piece that we're missing is that 3D guy. So you, you know, so that's said, what so that's what you're looking for because uh, to me you know, when the Jimmy Butler saga was going down, it seemed like Houston was was on the top of the list, but y'all let that slip through and he ended up on the other side. No, we didn't we didn't necessarily let it slip through. It didn't let it slip through. He he just didn't want what we were offering. You get what I'm saying? I, he just I mean, Minnesota, we offered them four first round picks. Four. Uh-huh. Right? And we turned around, and, and news came out that we offered, we also offered them, um, what they wanted Eric Garden. We offered them Eric Garden, and that trade still didn't go through. And I think it came down to be, even New Orleans offered them a, a nice little trade, but I think it came out to be that Minnesota just didn't want Jimmy Butler to come back and bite them in the butt, so they traded him to the East. Right. So it had it had nothing to do with what what we offered. It just had something to do with Minnesota not wanting him to be in a place where he can succeed in the West. Mm-hmm. So they traded him to the East because you think about what they what they got. They didn't really get nothing of value for for Jimmy Butler, right? But even now with the Jimmy Butler conversation, do you think Jimmy Butler is going to behave himself? And, and succeed and 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 take Philadelphia to the next level. No. Well, I, I put it to you like this. I don't care if he play. I don't care if he plays out of his mind. Philadelphia is not going to get past Boston. Or so I don't care if he. I don't care if he goes over there and he's a saint. I don't think it's enough. Yeah, and I, and man, Kawhi is playing out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. Early. And I, I, I knew, like, he's, he said the other day, he's like, I think people forgot who I was. But you would think that he would be the one. With the, the antics that Jimmy Butler is doing, you thought that was going to come from Kwai. You, the Jimmy Butler stuff just came out the, out the blue. and You thought Kwai was going to do that. But Kwai has accepted his role, accepted that, what was going down in Toronto. And they said that 12-3. and three, And I don't see nothing stopping that machine. Nothing. Yeah. The only team that I think could compete with them right now is probably is I won't even say the Bucks. It's just it's just them and the Celtics at this point. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not crowning them or whatever as being you know, because remember la- the last the last two years, uh, Toronto has had the the best record if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Yep, they went. Remember, they had the first, they had the number one seed last year. So now, I, now things are different because they got Kawhi Leonard, but I still got to see. They still got, they, for the most part, they still got those same players minus minus the Rosen. So, I, it, the playoffs are still going to be new to me. You know what I'm saying? I still got to see them do something in the playoffs. I don't care what they do in a regular season. Nah, but but Kawhi Leonard is a difference. He's totally the difference. He's a different player. Than DeRozan was. The, the Kawhi has something that DeRozan never had, and that's just this tenacious ability to to lock down on defense, and that's something that they t- truly missed in Toronto. I think, and you know how everything goes, man. You kind of buy in and play and, and feed off 
the the casting characters that's there from the coaches to the fans to your teammates you you kind of take on that personality and just watching them play they have a far different personality with Kawhi versus when they had the Rosen right because you look at it right now if you in in, in in comparison the Spurs are at number nine right now at seven and six so they actually in the same spot where they were without Kawhi Leonard and then you got Kawhi who's in who's with the Raptors and they're they're playing phenomenal basketball right now 12 and 3 uh-huh. and they're, they're winning they're not winning games closely they're winning games decisively yeah 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 well I mean like I I agree with that and I understand that I'm just saying as far as the other players on Toronto I got to see them finally uh, step up and take a step forward with the new leader that they have Oh, they, they, I, I think, and one of the, I mean, you think about the players that's, that's on the team. You think about who's on the team and, and like Kyle Lowry. Will Kyle Lowry ever step up and be something bigger than a regular season player? Cause he'll ball out for you in a regular season, you know, but you, you got players like Kawhi Leonard now. You got Kyle Lowry. You got Danny Green. You got Greg Monroe. You got Valachunas. You still got Ibaka. So you got you you have a nucleus of players that's been there, done that, and that can that can get it done. And it just seems like a different team to me. They don't seem like last year's or year before Raptors. They look totally different. I, I I'm a believer in the, in the Raptors right now. And I'm and I'm close to saying I'm more a believer in the Raptors right now than I am of the Celtics. And that's saying a lot. Oh, wow. That's saying a lot. Okay. But it's early. It's early. Yeah, it's still early. <laughs> it's early. But speaking of speaking of some football, let's get some football talk here, man. Where what, what who you think is contenders and pretenders and sleepers right now going down the home stretch? As far start, as, as far as in the NFL. Let's yeah, let's start with the AFC. Ooh, so as far as the contenders, I got you know I gotta go with. I hate to go with them because they're in my division, but I gotta I gotta go with Casey. Matter of fact, I gotta go with both of them. I'm just gonna show them some love. I'm not gonna hate. But Kansas City, Kansas City, and San Diego. Um, that that so you only get one. Who's the, who's the contender? Okay, Kansas City. And who's the pretender? Mm, I'm gonna have to. Oh. Good. <laughs> Obviously the Jaguars. Well they 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 already they already done themselves and they're three and six. I'm so disappointed but I, in them. But I I mean you're in the same you're in the right neighborhood. So anybody from that AFC South is a pretender to me. Between the Texans, the Titans, the Colts, I'll, the Jaguars. I'll, I'll actually go with the Texans. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I I, I think for me, the Patriots well, I'm gonna take that back. The Chiefs would be my contender. Okay. And the, anybody from the AFC South would be my pretender. And my sleeper is going to be the Steelers. Because the Steelers are the Steelers are playing, but they don't – it's just not like the – like you could – before you can look at the Steelers and be like, okay, they they consistent. They are consistent 6-2, but they don't just look like that Steeler team that you knew that they really going to contend for the championship. Okay. I, and you know what? I had – I had the Steelers 
I had the Steelers in the beginning of the season. I had the Steelers and I had the Falcons uh, for the Super Bowl. Uh, but if I if I had to go if I had to go with a sleeper, shoots, I might have to go with you. Know, I for some reason I keep thinking about um, the Vikings. Well, that's the NFC. We gonna get to that. We gonna get to that that conference. Okay. But any, but you could take the like you said the Chargers. I think Pittsburgh and the Chargers will probably be in that sleeper role because they could come up and bite somebody at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I for my sleeper, I guess I can go with the Chargers. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So in the NFC, who would be your 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 contender, pretender, and sleeper? Contender, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to come back to the city. I'm gonna have to go with the Rams. Um. A pretender, anybody in the NFC East. <laughs> anybody yeah, in the I mean. NFC East. And a sleeper, I'm going to go with the Vikings. So, okay. And you're saying that the Rams would be your contender? Yeah. I mean, that 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 right there, I, I, I got to have that Super Bowl. I would love to see that Super Bowl. So that's a West Coast bias, right? No, now, no, 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 because because I don't, I, I can't claim any other team on the West Coast except for the Raiders. As as much as the, as as great as the Rams are playing, and I can't stand the Chargers. I w- I don't even like calling the Chargers L.A. Um, but I'm just talking about as far as entertainment, both of those offenses and and with the Rams defensive line against that Kansas City offense. Oh my, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. And, and if and if the Rams get their their starting DBs back, I got to see them go up against that Kansas City offense. So you're gonna totally discount the Saints. Oh, you, you but you know what? It's the defense that let down Drew Brees. That's what I'm saying. When it comes down to the look, that, that would, and that'll be fireworks. That'll be fireworks if we was to see the Rams versus the Saints in the in the in the. We NFC. saw it already. Yeah, but we, we didn't, saw but it already. We haven't seen it on the on on the second biggest stage, which is the NFC uh, the NFC Championship game. So if so, you telling me right now, if I had a million dollars to put on any either the Rams or the Saints. You're telling me you're gonna put that million dollar bet on the the Rams? I might over and I'm and you know why? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Two things. Defense. The, the same, Rams not the Rams don't Rams are not playing great defense. They're not playing great defense right now. But I but when we're talking about in the playoffs, the Saints don't have a defense. Period. And, nah, I and, won't say I won't say period. Now, nah, now nah, you just that's blasphemy. Well, nah, that's look, not period. Okay, well they, well, they playing good defense. They playing all right defense for that probably for that division. But as far as playing against the as far as playing against the Rams in the playoffs, bro, they got the best defensive player in the game by far. But we but we've seen a head to head match. Okay, then that's cool. And I think y'all we beat see- them at that. Y'all beat them at their house, right? We seen we we seen the head to head match and you can and we also seen the Rams come back. Yeah, because that's the Rams. The Rams has a prolific offense, right? They want to pass, pass, pass. I would go as far as saying y'all offense and that offense is somewhat damn near tied or similar. 
No, they're totally different offense. It's a totally, totally no, no. It might be a total different offense, but as far as the as the firepower, I mean, come on, y'all got one of the top running backs in the league. They uh, he's damn near a receiver coming out of the backfield. They got Correct. a top. They got a top ground pound running back back there, and he can catch out of the backfield. They don't have. They and they just lost one of their receivers. They just lost their second receiver. You know what I mean? Y'all got y'all got a top three receiver, if not top two receiver in the game. Yep. Okay. But but you got y'all about got a be- the- y'all got a better quarterback. Mm. Yeah, we definitely have a better quarterback. We definitely do. You know but now, you, Brandon Cooks. Uh, Brandon Cooks is no chump. No, but we see this show. I understand. I understand. But y'all seen this show in the regular season? I got to see it in the playoffs because y'all plucked it off. Against the Vikings last year, that was a that was a fluke play. That, that was just a one-off play that happened. Had that not had that that play not happened, then we would have went on and, and played. We went on and played the the, the we went on to play the Eagles, and who knows what would have happened. But you know how that goes. If it was a fifth, we all be drunk. If my auntie had her, she would be my uncle. But right now, I would have to say for me, my my contender. Would be the Saints, okay? Right, my pretender, and it would. I would agree with you. With anybody out the NFC East would be a pretender. Yeah. And my sleeper, my sleeper, I have to give that to the Rams, right? Because it's the unknown. Can they get in the playoffs? And can they do it? The Saints, Drew Brees, and the Saints have done it. What you mean? Can they get? They gonna win a division? Yeah, they're going to win a division, but can they get into the playoffs and get to the conference championship? So I'm, I'm not – and it, it, it's not like a toss-up. I could either make either them or the Saints a, a contender or, or, or a sleeper. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, we got, we got, well, we got to see how it breaks down because now you're talking about who's going to win a division. So if we know who – if we was to pick everybody who was, the, who was to win their divisions and plus, you know, the two wild-card teams – then, but what, the Saints, then, then we have a better idea of... But the Saints have a harder road to hold than the Rams. Okay. The Rams, think about it. They got the 49ers. They got the Cardinals. They got the Seahawks. So the Seahawks been playing Sa- pretty good. Well, they, well, the Seahawks are sitting at 4-5 and five right now. So you don't really know what Seahawks team is going to show up. Mm-hmm. The road to being number one is a lot easier for the Rams than it is the Saints because Atlanta could wake up at any point. They're not going to wake Car- up. You know they're not going to wake up, Goldie. I don't know. I, you just don't know. But Carolina is playing good ball. They're sitting at 6-3 right now. Yeah. So it's a harder road for them to get there. But I, I'm, in, I'm in agreement with you that I figure the conference championship should be the Rams and the Saints. And the conference championship – for the AFC, it's going to be, it, 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 to me, I want to say the Patriots and the Chiefs, but I also want to say the Chiefs and the Steelers. I also want to say, you know, the, the, the Chiefs and the Chargers. It's just, but my constant is the Chiefs. You get what I'm saying? That would, yeah. that would be definitely my contender. My sleeper would be the Patriots because they can wake up at any time and definitely destroy everybody because they're the Patriots. You know, yeah. and, then, and then my sleeper would be Pittsburgh and and the Chargers. So it's 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 almost you can put a bet on it, and you 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 damn near gonna win money. Damn near. Okay. Well, 
I mean, it, 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 it's coming up. How many games we got left? Um, it's not many. We we sitting at ten games. Probably have let's see, it's week eleven. We going to week 11, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. We got six games left. Six games left. So it's it's a lot of football left to be played. Now you you talking about the Patriots? I think they're gonna walk away with that division. The Chiefs and the Chiefs. Can the Chiefs maintain what they're doing at nine and one? Because the, the Chargers are sitting at seven and two right now. Home field advantage is going to be important for the uh, for the Chiefs and for the Rams and or Saints. Really, yeah. it's really you know what? Really, the Saints is in a win win situation. I'm gonna tell you why. Because well, the, the Rams is too. So if it come down to the Rams and and the Saints. Uh, uh, I mean, the only thing that would be against the Rams is, you know, the crowd. But the one thing that's in favor of the Saints playing away is that they'll be playing in warm weather. Right, right. But but and, and that's and and I think I don't, I don't think that weather would affect the Saints more than it would, it would affect the Rams. If the, if the Rams had to play in cold weather, they would be in trouble. The they Saints, very, I think, they'd be, be in big trouble. With the Saints, I think because of that ground game, I think the Saints would be would be damn near okay. I, I think they'll be all right. So, but moving on, singing another song, back jump back to basketball to your topic that you definitely wanted to hit. Give me your take on the 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 drama that's that's developing over in Golden State. Yeah. Well, after letting it breathe a little bit, you know, at first we just seen the video, then we heard the comments. Now with the story, as the story keeps unfolding, we're getting new and more information on it. I look at both sides. I, I'm splitting it 50-50. I, at first I was more on KD side, but now I'm 50-50. And the reason why I say I'm 50-50 is because I like Draymond. I've always liked, liked Draymond since, you know, since he was at Michigan State. Never had a problem with him or anything like that. The thing is, he made a bonehead mistake in an important moment, in a clutch, crunch time moment, and he should have gave it to the better player. In his defense, in his defense, which he, which he has said, he's made these plays before. And, and on, on top of that, he is the one that, that runs their offense. Now, there was no time to run offense because there were like 10 seconds left. By right. the time he got to have court, it got down to about seven or six seconds. And when you watch the play unfold, he had, had better options. Everybody know he should have gave the ball to KD. Yeah, KD was clapping for it. So that's strike number one. Strike number two, the person that he tried to throw it to has a has a... Uh, 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 a much worse shooting percentage than the guy that he was going to get the ball from, KD and Clay, and that is Iggy. Now, don't get me wrong, Iggy can knock down that three ball, but you're not looking to kick it to kick it to him before you kick it to Clay or KD. But but Clay, my question is, it, but my question is, let me cut you off. My question is, is it is it a, a, a issue? Or is it an ego trip, or is it just ego tripping? I thought it was both. Now, I on my on 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 my show that I just had come out, I was I was talking to my boy Chris from the um, from the Brothers Layman, and I said it was both panic and ego at the same time. 
Ego as in, I've done this before, I'm gonna get the job done. Panic when he figured out how much time was left. And there was no time to make up. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe he heard KD yell for the ball and clap for it. I believe that. I think his ego took over and said, I gotta get this done. The clock is ticking, I'm out of here. Right. And he tried to right. make a skip pass across court to Iggy that got deflected. When Clay was in the back of, on the right side back of him, that would have had a much open, wide open shot. But he should have gave he should have gave it to KD prior to anything. Yeah, I mean, because you come on, man. Let's be honest. The pecking order, the pecking order is Curry who was missing, KD. Then you would think it would be a a, a, a three A and a three B with Draymond. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, if you come up with you, you dribbling the ball up the court and you're looking for if Curry has the ball, first option is going to be who? KD. Second option is going to be who's open? Draymond or Clay, mm-hmm. or vice versa with KD. First option is Curry, and then Clay and and Draymond fall in place. I, to me, and you know how I feel about Draymond. I think Draymond is is a really great, a really good player, really great player, but he believes he's more than what he really is. He's a definitely a defensive glue. He's definitely an energy guy. He's definitely a person that can get underneath your skin and make things and, 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 and turn that tide for you. But by no means, if it's a game with a shot, do I want it to end up in his hand. I want either Curry taking that shot or I want KD to take the shot. There's no discussion. It's end of discussion. For me, I think it's more of Draymond expressing himself in, in a way that something that he already felt. You know what I'm saying? It was just a, a chance for him to say how he really felt. That he knows that KD has options, he's gonna weigh his options. And he just felt like, to me, that's my opinion, that he feels like he should be staying here and taking another homeboy discount and taking it. Right, right, well. That's, that was another thing that was on, uh, that unfolded was that Draymond had brought up KD's free agency and that he felt like, you know, whether they know inside information or not, he felt like, well, you got one foot in, one foot out. So why are you worried about a damn shot right now? Where, you know, and it got too personal to where he felt like, look, I've been a part of this team. I'm a part of this team and I'm going to always be a part of this team. You came over here and went off of our success and you're about to leave. And, he, and, and, and I guess he felt sour about that. And that's Draymond being Draymond. That's Draymond being Draymond. Which- because he, because you're not speaking, you're not speaking for Curry. You're not speaking for Clay. You're not speaking for the bench, because he was brought there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And the reason was that before he got there, they were on, they were on a respirator, and KD was such a great player that they just couldn't, they just couldn't finish for some reason. But that piece was a piece that could consistently get them championships. And Draymond can't discount that man's ability. Draymond can't discount that man's value to the success that they're having because he's part of that success. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, don't get me wrong. Would they? Could they contend without, without KD? Sure, they could. But he's there. Except the fact that you're not the man. You are one of the guys, but you're not the man. It's Curry and, and KD are the man. Everybody else is playing second fiddle to them, and that's just the way it is. Whether he started with the group or where he, or whether he 
came in like he came in. He's part of the team, and Draymond needs to to bite his lip, and that's that's almost borderline a woman's type of way to throw salt in a, in, in such a, a meaningless regular season mishap, and that's all it was to me. It's a regular season game, man. It's not like it was a playoff game, game seven. Then I can understand to have this hostility and have this animosity with each other. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a regular season basketball game. Come on, man. You, you, you're playing without Curry, right? Curry is the straw that, that stirs it all, that stirs the drink. We all can agree to that. Right. So it's a situation where Curry wasn't in place. Come on, Draymond. I, I'm not on anybody's side. It just... It's just what I what I thought and what everybody else is thinking that, yes, KD is going to weigh his options. Can we blame him for weighing his options? He can't do it. Not at all. Not at all. But this is the thing, though. Now, this that, now this is the new question. With all that being said and done, and, and yeah, you're right. Teammates, we they fight all the time. They argue all the time. They get over it and things like that. A lot of people saying, why is it so overblown? Why is the media holding on to this? I feel like the re- I feel like the media does have a slight reason to hold on to it, but overall, it's normal to fight with your teammates. It's just that this is different because there is a free agency coming up. There is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? That 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 could happen. You know, and people are all going to keep their eyes on KD. So anytime he seems like he has an attitude, that's just something for them to feast on. And they know it's about time for Clay to get paid. For Draymond to get paid and for KD to get paid. And they know all of them can get paid on that same roster. So is it is it a Draymond feeling feeling worried that it could be him the one that's on the out? Well, if they the, to me, I think the smarter move would not be get not to get rid of Draymond. No, 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 no. Because he doesn't hold as much value as KD does. And you can go ahead and risk that. Get rid of Draymond to pay well, KD, but I I don't I don't think I I don't, I don't agree with that. I I don't think Draymond is a ma- a super max player. KD is a super max player. Right. That but that that but that, that, he is a max contract. Draymond is a max contract player. Right. But the thing, but that that's what I'm saying. You're completely right. Which is adding on to what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that regardless of if, if he deserves the money or not, or even the title, he's still not as valuable as KD is. And what I mean by valuable, I'm talking about trade valuable. Because right now, Golden State is at a at a, at a role where they have to make a decision before a trade deadline or KD could possibly walk. Now, a guy called in to a show that I listened to and he made a great proposal for the Boston Celtics. I would get rid of uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. That would help by well, both sides, actually. Danny, Danny Ainge would not sacrifice his youthfulness for a, 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 a player that's not going to be there. I mean, he's right now KD's on the books for thirty million, and he's he has a player option for thirty-one million. I mean, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they would work that out, or they would talk about that prior to him signing. Because a lot of Laker fans didn't care for Bron coming over here until we found out that he was going to sign for four years. Right. 
So that could be the right. same thing with KD. If KD is saying, yeah, I'll sign the max and I'll sign up for four or five years, I'm pretty sure he will take that. Right. I mean, right now, Draymond's on the books for 17 this year, 18 for next year. So will that that discount, that's almost double what KD's making right now. Mm. So I don't think Draymond, Draymond is not, I don't think he's fearful. I think he's fearful of the inevitable. That's what I think it is. It's just pressure on him to think about where Clay is. I, I can't I can't think of what Clay is making right. I can't find it. But the 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 X factor to me is Clay Thompson. I think he's out. So I think he's gone. So do but you do agree that one of the three gotta go. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. One of three has to go. And I really think the while those two are bickering with each other, Clay Thompson and his agent sitting around talking about, huh, I'm the one that's out. Cause he's at 18 right now and he he doesn't have a player option or a team option he's a, a total free agent after this year right so while they're fussing at each other because draymond is there and that's why draymond is bucking because homie i'm here for another year you have an option to stay in and stay out and clay is the one that they, they sh- really should be looking at and coveting to want to stay but i think i read somewhere or maybe you told me or something that clay is not taking a homeboy discount he want to get paid yeah them cats want to get paid, man. They want to get so, paid. Now it's not like it's not like he hurt for money because he come from a family that got money, you know. Uh, but eventually, these cats want to get paid. Eventually, they do, you know. So we we're we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. I don't know who's going to leave. I don't know how they're going to leave. All I know is there will be some changes. There will be some changes. Oh, so do you think Clay is going to stay? Ah, that's tough to that's tough to say. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I think Draymond. That's where that's where most of his attitude is coming from. Because I think he wants everything to go back to to how it was. It can't be because there's not enough money to go around like that. Well, what I mean by you know back to how it was, I mean that that's minus KD. <laughs> you, you, you really believe that? I really believe that. I really I really believe Draymond feels like the roster that they already had was good enough. I think he, at prior to that, yeah, he recruited KD to come over there to add on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let's beat LeBron down so we can send him over to the next conference or whatever with us. Now he got to go through us to get to the championship. But I think right now, at this moment, I think I think Draymond will be fine with just the roster that they had before and, and a couple of more pieces to go to the bench. But I, I think they'll catch up. I think at that point they'll. I think the. I think there are teams in the West without KD will will definitely jeopardize that jeopardize that team's success. But we don't know where KD what, is going to go though. You see what I'm saying? Well, I think wherever KD is going to go is going to shift everything. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can see that. But I, I it just to me it's just overblown and and the media and I can't be mad at the media for jumping on this and riding this wave. Because it's something to talk about, but to me, it's just a regular season game, Draymond. But, re- hey, just- but, but remember, with all the hoopla, even though, and I'm, and I'll be against, I'm against the media all the time because they gotta have something to talk about. 365 days out of the year, last year, all you heard was Bron to the Lakers, Bron to the Lakers, Bron to the Lakers. He's upset with the organization. He can leave the Cleveland Cavaliers anytime he wants to. He he did what he had to do, and you know what? That day, I took a nap. <laughs> And I woke, woke up. up. I think it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday afternoon. 
my wife tapped me. She said, is this real? And I looked and I checked every source <laughs> in the world. And I said, you God, I'll be goddamn. Not only did we get them, but we signed them for four years. So when it comes to, and KD is weird like that. That's what we fail to realize. I don't care if cats don't like what he's doing or not. He's one of those cats that's, you know, he's taking his own career into his own hands. He could sit up there and 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 not resign, and, and or he can lie to Golden State and not resign, and he can go sign and go home and go play for Washington, or he can go play in the Big Apple. He can go play with the Bozo Nation with the Knicks. You know, well, he can. I mean, we understand that KD can go play anywhere he possibly wants to play. Now, does KD? It comes down to does KD wants to play for the the bag? Or does he want to continue playing for championships? Both. That's the question. Both. I think. I think. Well, if he go to Washington, he's playing for the bag. If he go to the Knicks, I. If he go to the Knicks, he's playing for the legacy, because now you have to bring a franchise that haven't won in so long, and it's a big a, and it's a big market. Man, you asking for a lot. Yeah, but if you come, I I don't know mentally. I don't know if it, I don't know if mentally KD is built for that. I don't think he's built for a, a New York market. I don't think he's he can withstand that. I think he would he would flake. I totally think he would flake. Like he was a perfect superstar, the perfect superstar in Oklahoma City. Not a big market, you know. They hadn't won anything, so anything that they got was was great, uh-huh. you know. And I, I think he got frustrated because the team they they traded they traded Harden. You know, they wouldn't add the assets, a Baca bounce. They were, a lot of assets weren't there anymore. So I understood why he left because he wanted to play for championships and he was at the point in his career where I need to get this ship. So I knew why he left. Then he signed another contract and he he, he takes the homeboy discount to continue on with the, 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 the winning, the, getting that championship. But at this point in time, I don't know. You know, KD is a, a weird dude, man. He, you don't know what his thinking is. Mm-hmm. Like he could say, he could say it's championships today, and then tomorrow it just would be about, you know, I, I just want to hang out in New York. I want to, you know, do my thing in New York. I want to build something in New York, or I want to go back to a small market. You know, he could end up anywhere. You don't know. Even when the soccer was playing out, everybody was speculating where KD was going to end up. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I, I I just compare I compare the NBA to the rap game how it is you know the, with the rap game is just you never know what's gonna happen you never know who's gonna come out you never know who's gonna collab with each other so uh, and I'm not saying this just to be greedy because we have the history of doing this but don't be surprised if you see KD and LeBron in the same jersey I wouldn't be surprised at it I, I, nothing in the NBA surprises me anymore I will I will, it, I will prefer, when it comes to players I would prefer him and I, I as a Lakers fan and as greedy as I am for championships I would prefer to see him play for the Knicks I would like to see him in the, in the Knicks jersey I don't think the Knicks the Knicks would have they would have to have excuse me they would have to have more that more help than what they have on the books right now. I mean, you 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 have you have Knox and who else is over there right now? You got Knox. Um, <clears throat> they got they got. I forgot the center name. I, and I and I went to the summer league and saw all these young. Cats. Uh, you guys, you can got Hardaway over there. Um, Hardaway don't count. He's okay though, you know. 
He's all right. You don't count. He's a role player, and you're not basing your you're not basing your movement off of a role player under no circumstance. That, that's <laughs> so. that's true. I don't I don't think the the roster that they have right now will be the 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 end all be all. You know they they you know they yeah. they would definitely have to go out there and, and put a <laughs> team me. and put a team around him. We know that. Um, and the thing I mean, you is, have, I mean, you, you have you have Parzingis, you have Kevin Knox, you have Ennis Cantor, right? You have uh, Frank, what's his name? Takina, whatever his name is, and and I think that's where that roster stops. You know, you have uh, Herzanja, Alonzo, Alonzo Tier. Now watch out for him. Watch out, he's a rookie, but that boy, boy, man, that boy, he comes from Arizona. That boy can play some defense and. And, and, and shoot a guard. Yeah, he's not afraid. Yeah. He's not afraid to get to the rack. He could play. He's just a rookie right now. Right, right. And I mean, that's a nice. That's a, that'll be a nice Willis Reed coming out with the with the bad with the bad injury running onto the floor. You know that that's type of feel good story that that KD going back to the Knicks would be. Um, going to the Knicks would be, but I don't I don't see. I don't see that being a factor. Why would he want to go to to Boston, or why would he want to go to Philly? I just think those two teams have a better chance of getting back to the championship before the Knicks. I just think they're a couple pieces away. Well, we still got to see. We got to we got to see what's gonna happen with Porzingis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but that's not. But that's not the problem. That's I don't see Porzingis and Knox and Ennis Cantor being the problem. That's front court. I don't see a back court for them. They can, I, I well, really don't see. Well, it's talks of it, it's talks of uh, you know Kyrie putting on a Knicks jersey. You know, and, and, and now if that was to happen, then yeah, go ahead pencil that thing. Go ahead pencil that thing. They in the, fi- they in the finals. Yeah, they in the finals. <laughs> they in the finals because you, you, you're gonna get a Kyrie Irving who's from New York. You're gonna get a whole different animal, bro. You're gonna get a whole different animal. Yeah. And, and Kyrie, if he goes, you talking about, and you give him Parzingis, KD, Kevin Knox, Enos Cancer, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely prepare them over because if you take him off of the the Celtics, the Celtics are are still a young team. They're still trying to find a way, find how to win. Uh-huh. The the Philadelphia 76 are still trying to find how to win. So. He's done it. He's done it with LeBron. So he knows how to win. You know, so if you put them in that mix, man, that that'd be something serious. That'd be something serious. Well, I mean, look, I will say this. I said it, I said it last year, and I'm gonna say it again. Last year's offseason was gonna be crazy. And it happened to be crazy. Jimmy Butler ended it well for us in the offseason of that craziness. And I'm and I'm predicting that this upcoming offseason is gonna be even crazier. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of free agents this year. There's a lot of big name free agents. Mm-hmm. But I want to get to some college football, man. I want to get to some college football. The new poll has come out. The college playoff poll has come out. They got Alabama at one, Clemson at two, Notre Dame at three, Michigan at four, Georgia at five, Oklahoma at six, LSU at seven, Washington State at eight, West Virginia at nine, and Ohio State at ten. Mm-hmm. All right, and that seems like 
that seems like a, a sound list to me because 11 on back, it's it's a, a muck of teams. It's a muck of teams. Mm-hmm. But we can both agree that Alabama is a whole different animal. They're definitely number one and moving forward. But between that two and ten, who do you see can can take over those spots two through four outside? Or do you think Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan are just going to walk into the playoffs? I think Clemson is going to stay at two. Now, I think three and under, it could change. Right. I think three and under can change. I'm a, I ain't going to even lie to you. I'm impressed with Michigan and Notre Dame. I really am. Um, I'm not. I I am. I think and 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 uh, Michigan uh, one lost was to Notre Dame, right? Yeah, yeah. I got three points or something. Yeah, like I that. watched that game. That game was good. Um, if I had to look, if I had to 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 to, to build a, a solid four, a strength, a strong four, it would it would probably stay the same. It would probably stay the I, same. I'm saying, I'm saying Ohio State is going to upset them. That's what I'm saying. Ohio State is going to upset them. That game upset is them. going to be, oh my God. That's going to be one of the biggest games of the year. Notre Dame, I'm, I'm picking Syracuse this weekend to upset Notre Dame. That's a big take I'm, right I'm, there. Hey, man, I just, I like the kid, Dungy, at quarterback, scrappy. It's I don't know, uh, but you know I'm anti Notre Dame, so I'm always pulling for the, anybody who Notre Dame plays. I'm pulling for them to win. But but Syracuse has a chance to pull an upset. I don't think I really don't think Georgia's going to beat Alabama in a conference championship. LSU has too much to too much to happen for them to get back in the mix. You'd have to have Michigan to lose. You have to get Oklahoma to lose a couple times. Washington, Washington State. They have Arizona on the schedule. You don't know what Arizona team going to show up. You got – they still got to play Washington State in the Apple Cup. That's what it's called, right? The Apple Cup, right? It's called, they gotta, it's called they the gotta Apple play, Cup. They got to play for that. And I think I, – I, I just think Washington will get up for that game. So it, it's just too much. I, I would think that Ohio State has a chance to work their way back in. What will West Virginia do? Um, Oklahoma West Virginia plays this – plays this weekend well they play oklahoma west virginia play oklahoma state oklahoma state plays west virginia in the conference championship can oklahoma upset west virginia or can west virginia upset oklahoma so i think that those those two are canceling each other out so what's your what's what's your biggest upset of the week uh, the week is it the um syracuse over Notre Dame? syracuse over Notre Dame. i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with maryland over ohio state not gonna happen because their quarterback just got injured, just went on on injury reserve, um, out for the season with a with a torn Achilles. So their shot, would I have bought that? Yeah, I would have bought that because Maryland, you don't know what kind of Maryland team gonna show up. But now that they out there quarterback, I don't think they got a shot. I don't think they have a shot. Okay. But I, I'm also got I'm also other game that I'm looking at and I'm, I'm intrigued to watch is this UCF and Cincinnati game. I want to see how that plays out. That's another game. Will will a streak continue? Will UCF continue this this two year run with being undefeated? So you, Cincinnati's playing really good ball. They they only have one loss so far. So we'll see. 
And then I also, I also like Northwestern, bro. And then don't ask me why. They just, I think they're gonna work their way. They're gonna, I think, how it's gonna play out the winner. They're gonna go to the conference championship. And I think they're capable of, of pulling the upset. Yeah. I think they are. Okay. So, what other what other sports topic has intrigued you this week so far? Well, that's um. You know what? I it, it, it might be. I got I got two things, but this one really stood out. So you know Lamelo, right? Lamelo Ball. Right. You know he recently just checked back in the school, right? He's back. Right. He's back in high school. But did you know all those teams that he's going up against are supposed to go up against? They've been canceling the games. And see that that when you told me that earlier, I was like, why would they? It's not football, you know. He's not like a 225 pound running back that's going to just dominate them. It's basketball, man. Lace them up, Ohio, and play the teams, man. Lace them up. Let's see what it do. You know, I, I don't, I don't get this. This is, this is baffling. He had, it, he had, not- it, they had a scheduled game against, uh, against highly ranked Oak Hill Academy, and they canceled. Wait, wait, Oak, you tell me, Oak Hill canceled? They canceled. Oak Hill Academy. Oak Hill Academy canceled, and they and, wow. and and they're saying that the coaches are saying that Lamelo is is technically a pro athlete. But you got but but Oak Hill has Cole Anthony. Yeah. Why would they turn that, ga- that game down? Oh man, you want to talk about ratings? I was waiting on that. Yeah, man, I want to see. I would want to see that. That 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 have been must see TV. Yeah, just like when uh when Lamelo went up against uh. Zion, that was that was messy. Yeah. Well, ah, I, I don't get it. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't see. I, I want to see how this plays out because this is major. This is major because if if they continue to if they continue to to cancel out these games, um, I'm not sure how this is going to work out as far as him getting recruited. You know what I mean? Now I think he has enough footage. He, he clearly he has some pro footage. And they did play one game so far, um, but I, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with him. Period. Because he, to me, he's the more he's 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 going to overall he's going to be the best ball out of all of yeah uh, out of all of yeah but, yeah I agree with you because usually most of the time man it usually plays out like this the younger brother has 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 faced the older brother. That that's on a high level, and the middle brother that's on a high level. Um, he's not I mean, he's not NBA ready, but he's definitely could have been a, a quality college player. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, his game should get better. He went overseas and played, um, got to play against overseas grown open, open professionals overseas that were grown men. So his game could his game has to get better. So I agree with you on that. He's he's definitely somebody that you would definitely want to say I'm gonna go ahead and take a chance on in the draft. Now, the question is, will his game transcend to the NBA like we think it will? That's the question. Well, that 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 will be determined on what he does in college. He doesn't have to go to college, though. Yeah, I think I, he doesn't have to, but I think he needs to. So you don't think his you don't think going to the WN, WNBA, huh? 
you don't think going to the the D League will, will well the, the G League will help help his development, or you think it's going to hinder his? development? I don't think he's shooting for that. I think he's shooting to get drafted onto a team. I don't think he's shooting for the G League at all. Well, I mean, he has no choice what what he's shooting for. I mean, well, but, well, I mean, he does if he is he if he plays out his high school career and he gets and he goes to one of these D ones. He might stay for he might be a one and done, and I think he's going to play decent. I don't think he's going to be bad to where he has he has to play in the G League, but I don't think he's going to be good enough to where he's going to be he's going to get a lot of minutes. Yeah, I, I, if if he's matured, if he's matured as as an individual off the court, then yes, I can see him being successful. I, I think he will be a better baller than. The older brother, I, I I I definitely agree with that, but the maturity factor because you watched him grow in the media and he's a really silly little dude, mm-hmm. you know he's a character. So can he put that down and has he matured as a, as a player and as a person off the court to where he can mature as a ball player and I, and, and that off the field stuff really will hurt or hinder his development. You know what I. I there's no there's no excuse there's no excuse I I I read the uh, the article on um, on uh, who used to play in the league for the Clippers uh, Darius Miles and right. and he he you know, he basically spilled the beans he was very transparent and he said it best like man I'm a 19 year old I got all his money I got all his freedom. And they, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here playing, we over here playing with uh, super soakers and playing a video game, yet and still, like, we didn't have any rules. Right. Um, eventually, you have to grow up. And not only that, like, he, LaMelo Ball is by far, his popularity started a while back, way, and it's going to go way longer than Darius Miles' uh, popularity in the as far as the spotlight will ever go because we've been hearing about LaMelo since he was in the ninth grade. You know what I mean? As, you know, before he had the growth spurt. So the spotlight is going to be on him because of who his brothers are, because of who his daddy is. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think that affects him. I really don't. I don't. I don't think well, that. Well, that's... it's not the effect part. It's the it's the expectations of everybody else. This is the gift and the curse uh, of, of of being a, a ball boy. Because to me, I knew I've seen these cats play in high school. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I knew the buzz coming out of L.A. before it hit, before it was national attention. The thing is, everybody else is catching on to it. Nobody's ever. Seen, it seemed like nobody, nobody has ever seen a personality like Levar Ball. We got daddies like that in every AAU tournament. Way worse than Levar Ball. If y'all think that's uh, a negative thing that he's doing, I don't. I'm used to it, so that's why I never really critiqued him or anything like that. Or had a problem with Levar Ball. But the thing is, everybody else is not used to it. So the way Levar talks about his kids, they expect. They expect it to happen word for word. Oh, Zoe is better than uh, Curry. I can beat Michael Jordan. They literally take this stuff seriously. And so they want to see it. So they expected Zoe to come in here and be the second coming of Kobe when he's a pure passer first. So LaMelo, that's getting all his hype, and he already said before LaMelo went pro that he was going to be the best one. 
So they're, expect, yeah, I, they're expecting high expectations for him coming into the league. The spotlight is going to be on him. I don't think that's going to affect him. I think he hit, he is his own worst enemy. I don't think it has nothing to do with the spotlight. I don't think it has nothing to do with his dad talking. I don't have anything. I don't think it has nothing to do with, with the media or player personnel putting pressure on him because who his family is. I I think his own maturity will be his downfall. If 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 he matures as as an individual and get totally focused on basketball, the kid can dribble. The kid is a better shooter than his brother. You know, he he's longer, more athletic. I think. Well, I don't know. I, I think the older brother's a little bit. He's athletic too, but I don't know if if he would if his game will transcend to the point where his off the field antics will hinder him from growing. But I, I, I got faith in it, man. I got faith in the little fellow that he's going to make make the right choice and do the right things and, and, and learn from the middle brother mistakes and learn from the pitfalls that the older brother has to go through to be able to get his game to the NBA, to be NBA ready. I think you'll see, you'll see the older ball. Like I watched him, watched him play, play, play against Portland and he was doing stuff that he totally wasn't doing last year. You know, so I see the development in his game, and that can't help. That can't do nothing but help him, the younger ball, if if the maturity factor is there. Right, right. Okay. But what else you got? What else you shooting at? Uh, I mean, we can end it off talking about them boys up in the over there up in uh, Duke. Are you showing? Are you are you crowning them yet? No, I'm not. I'm not. If we're ending the season today, sure, why not? But you know, it, it's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. But those two dudes, Zion and and Barrett, bro, they, they looking good. They looking real good. I don't know. Like I told you before, off wax, the 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 litmus test for them will be when they get to the conference play mm-hmm. because that's good basketball week in and week out when we get the conference play then we'll then we'll see what they're worth but right now their schedule that schedule's not that schedule's not hitting on anything man they, they, they're gonna run through and make everybody fearful of them but once they get that conference play ain't nobody gonna be scared of them man they're gonna be trying to take them dudes down right right uh i think they have i think they're the biggest game that I'm looking to see, uh, the matchup I'm looking to see them in, I think it's going to be sometime next year. I want to say in, I want to say some, I, I can't remember the date. I want to say it's somewhere around the Super Bowl. I think it's a, a week before the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, they got to play Syracuse. So. And I'm not I'm not leaning on Syracuse. I'm looking for I'm looking for the rivalry game. That's when I think they're gonna be tested. Mm, Carolina, them Carolina boy. Yeah, I, that's the game because Carolina, um, just watching them early in the season, the pressure's off. The focus is totally on Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Roy can can really work with his team. There's no pressure on that t- on that group of kids. And it's a rivalry game, and they're shooting the rock really well, really well shooting the game, shooting the rock. And that's the question: Can they? I think they will control inside because of Zion, but can the perimeter hold up? 
We gonna see. Cause they got it. They got a Ford over there. Nazir Little. Oh boy. He don't play around. Yeah. So I mean, I'm. I'm. I, that's the game that's gonna tell me what's their true worth. That's the game that I'm looking for to say, hey, you know what, what Duke is made of. Because right now their schedule's not telling me anything, man. Well, we are. Well, we know. We know. As real sports fans, we know what it is. You might as well. I mean, you could throw in those rivalry games and and some of those conference games, but fast forward to March because that's where it's at, that's where it's at right there. Yeah, and that's always going. You know, it always comes down to. It always comes down to to NCAA basketball. It's all about the guards when they get into college basketball. So that Zion will will be he will be a factor. But you know, if you got great guard playing the NCAs, you gonna you gonna make some noise regardless of who's the big man inside. You know, so I mean, you got teams like Syracuse, you got teams like Florida State, Virginia. You know, you got Pitt. You know what? What Pitt team gonna show up? North Carolina. It's a lot of competition for them to have to go through that conference and show me and prove to me. My thing is February 20th is what I got circled on my calendar. That's the game that I'm really looking forward to to see what they can do. And and if that if they can get and don't get me wrong, like you saying January 14th they play Syracuse. They got fought. They got Florida State on the 12th. Then they turn back the same week and play Syracuse. Then they turn back around the 19th and play Virginia. That's a nice little three stretch of games back to back to back that can really test what they're really worth. You know, so I'm not. Am I? Am I? Am I watching? Yes. Am I? saying that do I think they're suspect no I think they're a quality basketball team but I don't think they are what the media are making them out to be like just crown them already everybody playing for second second only person to get that is Golden State okay alright alright okay so, now so it's been what I was gonna say before we get out of here I, 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 I was gonna use this for my show but I think this goes perfect with your show what you got? Before we get out of here, I think at the end, this just a suggestion. Depending on what what's the date, we try to we try to come up with uh, a player that wore that jersey number. So today okay. is the what? Today te- te- technically it's the fifteenth, right? The fifteenth, right? So which player would you pick that wore the number fifteen? Greatest player to ever wear number fifteen. Mm-hmm. Man, that's well. It could be, and it could be from any sport. Man, right now, I mean, right now, the top of my, you know, the first number that, you know, the first person that comes off the top of my head. Yeah, that wear number fifteen. That would be, that would probably be Vince Carter. Yeah. But there's a lot of other players that that wore the number fifteen that you would think that would be great. Who you have? That's who I had. I, I had Vince Carter. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it's a lot of players, man. It's a lot of. I mean, you can go to football and think about who wore the number fifteen. That's that's interesting. But I, I, I'll stick with Vince. I think Vince Sanity would be that person for me with number fifteen. So you plan on you plan on doing this every episode? Yeah, well, you do that every episode. Yeah, well, at least whenever you invite me back, we got it. Whatever the date is. I'm gonna, have, gonna go with that number. I'm gonna have a player. Yep, I'm gonna have a player for that number. Okay. Yeah. So the best player with that number, yeah, it would have to be. It's crazy because we can go down the line and pick up like in basketball <laughs> and go 
player for player, but yeah, I, that's that's a good that's a good look, good look. But appreciate your BTG coming on. Where, where can the listeners find you? Uh, at Baylor the Great. Uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter. Not really much. I'm not on Facebook that much. Um, and you can also I got a website where you can go to all my all my shows. Uh, be, uh, at BaileyTheGreat.com. Uh, again, but I'm mostly on Twitter at Bailey the Great. Y'all can uh, holla at me on there. That's what's up. So again, this has been a Talker Brothers Sports Extra. Peace. You've just listened to a Talker Brothers podcast short. Now back to your regular schedule programming. Peace.